The things that Jesus said are important. No news there. Every Christian believes that, or at least every good Christian believes that. But it's also true to say that things that Jesus did not say are also important. For example, Jesus said nothing during his 33 years of earthly life about the subject of cloning. Jesus said nothing at all about nuclear war. He said nothing directly about contraception. He said nothing about in vitro fertilization or any other infertility treatment. And he said nothing about whether or not Gentiles, that is to say non-Jews, needed to be circumcised before they could become Christians. And the people in the early church knew that Jesus hadn't said anything about that last issue. That was okay, because they knew where to go to find out what Jesus would have said if he ever had spoken on the subject. As we heard in today's first reading, and here I quote, it was decided that Paul, Barnabas, and some of the others should go up to Jerusalem to the apostles and presbyters about this question. The very first Christians understood that if there was a point of dispute concerning the mind of Christ on some important matter, the apostles would be able to discern the truth was understood that they would be able, through a special gift of the Holy Spirit, to figure out what Jesus would say if he were physically present. As Catholics, we believe the same thing about the successors of the Apostles, who are, of course, the bishops of the Church. When they speak, and they speak in unison on matters of faith and morals, as they do, for example, in the Catechism of the Catholic Church, we can trust their teaching. We can trust that their teaching is the teaching of Christ. Now, it's true, an individual bishop may teach something contrary to the faith. Even several bishops might do that, as is the case with some German bishops at the present time. I don't know if you know what's going on in Germany. The church is a mess in that country, a mess. But when the bishops speak in a united way like the apostles did at the Council of Jerusalem, which is where they dealt with this question about circumcising Gentile men who wanted to join the church. We'll hear about that in our readings tomorrow and Friday. When the bishops speak in a united way that like the apostles did at the Council of Jerusalem, we can trust that we're hearing the mind of Christ on the matter, and that we can build our lives on that truth. And this is really something we should thank God for. As Catholics, we are incredibly blessed. Because as Catholics, we don't have to do what other Christians have to do. Other Christians have to take good guesses as to what Jesus would say about things like abortion and physician-assisted suicide, contraception, etc. We can know what the Lord would say. We can know what the Lord would think about these things. And that means we can know what we need to do to get on and to stay on the road, the narrow road the narrow road that happily leads to eternal life.